You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. For the weekend of Friday, November 27th, 2020, our 25th year on the air, a very happy Thanksgiving weekend to everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Tomorrow. I am Dave Graveline coming to you from the Dexcom G6 Studios. Make knowledge your superpower for managing type 1 diabetes. Visit D-E-X-C-O-M. Dot com And who are you and what are you thankful for? I'm Chris Graveline, and I'm just thankful to be above ground. Yep. Well, <laughs> there is a lot to that since we both survived COVID, at least so far anyway, still dealing with the aftermath of same. But uh, fortunately, you were never in the hospital, so we're thankful for that. Thankful that after about a month, I got out of the hospital, managed to escape. Lots to be thankful for. Yeah, we're thankful that we only had a flood and not a fire in our studios. Oh, my gosh. Oh, bite your tongue. But that's true. Uh, our control room and TV studios flooded, 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 like three inches of water. People say, oh, that's nothing. Well, it's a lot when you've got a lot of stuff on the floor, Yeah, like carpet and drywall, and it acts like a sponge, and it just sucked up the rainwater. And, and, and battery backup units that when you pick them up off the floor, water pours out of them. Yeah. Probably boy, not a good combination. You better save those videos. He's, Chris managed to take some video of lifting a couple of those UPS units and just water pouring out of it. You know, you got to figure, well, that's not good. Water conducts electricity. I don't think we'll plug that back in. Yeah. <laughs> so, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But that's true. Thankful that it was only a flood. And while we lost a lot of stuff and furniture and carpet and drywall and whatnot, we're still here and it's being repaired and we're still on the air. We're functioning. Yes. And because we're, we're giving thanks and allowing our staff to give thanks this weekend and be with their families, we're bringing a sort of a, a best of some of our highlights from our IFA broadcasts That's a, a true. few months ago. Yep. Because you might have missed at least a half a dozen of those interviews if you tune in, of course, at various times. So this week on this Thanksgiving weekend, while we give thanks, especially thanking you for tuning into tomorrow, uh, our staff is off as well. So that's why it's a best of. 
and allow us to show our thanks to you by sending you prizes when you participate on the show. You can call us anytime at 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Our next guest is with a company that's creating a new AR toy market, augmented reality toy market. Very cool stuff that reveals fantastic worlds by connecting toys and games. And one would think, well, haven't we done that already all the years? Well, not necessarily. But the CEO of Augmented Robotics is doing just that. Tony Nitschka, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir? And thanks for joining us. Hey, Dave. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing, I'm doing very well. How are you doing today? I'm, uh, I'm doing much better, thanks. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're doing well. The, uh, the cool thing is that you were, of course, at IFA in Berlin, yes. where we could not attend for the first time in, in 18 years. Something about the EU not letting us Americans in. Uh, that and the fact that uh, Chris and I recovering from the Rona. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> the fact is that you were there and were able to talk about uh, not only augmented robotics and what you guys are doing, uh, but show people how you are connecting toys and games. First, tell us a little bit about uh, Augmented Robotics, uh, the company itself, and then let's get into what you're doing. <laughs> sure. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, at Augmented Robotics, um, as you already m mentioned before, our aim is really to put toys to the next level. We want to connect toys with the cool stuff that kids know from their computer games. And the best of it is they don't have to stay inside, actually, to enjoy the games that they're used to. They can go outside, actually, in the nature um, with their favorite um, toy and experience those fantastic worlds um, in augmented reality around their favorite toy in the end. And that's oh, even oh. better because now you're encouraging the kids to get outside and breathe exactly. some nice air and, <laughs> and, and enjoy, uh, you know, some physical activity, perhaps, even though they're using augmented reality. It, it allows them, it sounds to me, to kind of immerse themselves in the game where they couldn't before. Yeah, exactly, exactly. This is what we are trying to, to encourage the kids, you know, to take their, their creativity, you know, their daydreams in the end, you know, and we have the technology to put these daydreams into reality everywhere, wherever they are, they can enjoy those amazing games with their favorite toys. Um, and maybe for just to explain um, a little bit about our company, Augmented Robotics, we are actually a spin-off of the um, Technical University of Berlin. Oh. Um, yeah, so it's uh, really a techie uh, company. Yes, I, I remember we passed the Technical University every year, every day, to and from the hotel and, and the IFA fairground. So we're very familiar yeah. with it. We, one day we have to go inside and actually see what's there. But apparently, uh, folks like you are there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a great university. Seriously, I, I, I can only um, recommend it. Like um, most of my co-founders, actually all of my co-founders um, studied um, math and space engineering. So what we did there was building rockets, um, satellites and Mars rovers. So uh, it's a great place to be. So wait a minute, you're, you're telling me, Tony, that rocket scientists actually started this company? How, how did rocket scientists get into toys and games? Or was it a pretty logical step to say, hey, look at the stuff we're doing. It's kind of, it can be considered toys and games, but on a much higher level. Let's actually do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very good question, actually. Um, well, you know, as we are... Uh, 
grew up in the in environment of aerospace engineering, um, we also worked with drones a lot. Oh. And we had private little hobby projects actually on the side. Uh, my co-founders, Evgeny and Patrick and, and me. And one of our um, side hobby project was to um, create drones with AR content. So we wanted to have like virtual drones, like spaceships next to us and fight each other in the air kind of thing. <laughs> nice. But this seemed to be a bit too difficult in the beginning. So we started with a little toy car um, and we figured out it was already a lot of fun actually doing that with a little prototype. And then we went to the toy industry and said, oh, look at our little prototype. Is this something uh, you would be interested in, actually? And they got huge eyes and said, like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> we want to integrate your technology into our products. And this was basically the start of augmented robotics. Yeah, as a Awesome. Company. So then how is it that you integrate? I mean, can you give us some samples or ideas uh, sure. how, how what the kids might already be familiar with and you're taking it to that next level? Sure, sure, sure. So imagine you're having a radio-controlled toy that you're, that you're used to from your childhood, like a car or something, mm -hmm. you know? Usually what you could do with this car is just like drive forward, backward, left, right, or whatever, um, and that's it. Um, with our technology, you can maneuver these kind of cars with your smartphone, and you see virtual objects in a real environment, like coins to collect or treasures or Ooh. like obstacles and so on. Um, and you can even play it with other kids. So you can shoot virtual turtles at each other and so on. So it gets like it adds a whole layer of more content around the already existing toys. Very so cool. What you can do. If you like, I can show you a video. Oh, please. Uh, that would be awesome because we, we would like to get a better idea of how it all works here. Okay, let's let's have a look at this video. Oh, uh, um, Mario. Case of us. Yes, <laughs> a little Mario. And what you're doing is you put our little device on the top. This is, enables you to control it with your smartphone. And then, as you can see actually now, you can collect these coins, you know? Oh, okay. So, so folks that are not yet being able to watch the video at intotomorrow.com, listening on the radio, uh, you're watching on your phone and able to see Mario in his cart running around, in this case, a, a sidewalk. And on your phone, you're seeing coins or various treasures that you would pick up in a game that you're able to do at that point, which I think is, is very cool. I mean, that, that certainly sets you aside from just somebody playing the game and, yeah, sure, picking up the coins and whatnot. But you actually have, in this case, a physical toy that's running around on the sidewalk or in the house or wherever you might be. That's, I think that's very neat. Yeah, it's it's so cool, and the kids love it. You know, we we tried it with with many kids, and um, we're always surprised on how they react uh, with it and what they're doing with it. You yeah. know, because the kids um, interact with our products in a different way than we could imagine, and it's a, it's a lot of fun to watch uh, the kids play with it. Sure, they can get real creative. I'm assuming there too. They can. Hey Tony, I tell you what, let's go ahead and play with Mario and his cart for a couple of minutes. Pay. Uh, a couple of our bills during a commercial break and come right back. We're talking with the CEO of Augmented Robotics, Tony Nitschke. 
What if people with type 1 diabetes had the power to manage their condition without finger sticks? To always know their glucose levels and where they're heading with just a glance at their smart device. To customize alerts and alarms to help keep them in range. All this knowledge powered by a small wearable. Introducing the Dexcom G6. Make knowledge your superpower. For a list of compatible smart devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G6 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. We're talking with the CEO of Augmented Robotics, Tony Nitschke. How is your company, Augmented uh, Robotics, different than, than, say, Lego and Nintendo and, and that sort mm-hmm. of thing? Because, you know, especially when they're introducing physical uh, toys as well. Sure. Uh, but you guys are, are a bit different anyway. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, Lego and Nintendo are great companies you know they're doing an amazing job and uh, they offer amazing products as well um they do a little bit of augmented reality yet um and good products you know don't get me wrong they have they have an awesome portfolio um but what we're doing in the end is a step above this you know what we're really focusing on is the interaction between the real product and the AR world, you know. Our augmented reality is not just a little gimmick around, you know. It's the main game in the end. True. And also, um, Lego and Nintendo are only uh, offering their own products, of course. And we are a technology provider, um, meaning that we um, offer these kind of technologies to other uh, companies from the game industry, um, for them to um, upgrade their toys, you know, and to get into the, the time of digitalization. So I love that idea. So folks that are not Lego or Nintendo related or oriented still have an opportunity to get with you, for example, at Augmented Robotics and say, we'd like our toys to be able to do this as well. And I'm sure you'll open the door and say, come on in, we can make that happen. And then be That's able to do That's what we're doing. Yeah, no, <laughs> I love it. Now, artificial intelligence and toys, I'm assuming that that's got some of our audience thinking, that sounds a little scary. Uh, AI and toys, I mean, at, at what point, you know, have we gone too far or can we? Or, you know, what's, what's AI doing with toys? Yeah, sure. Um, this is a very good uh, point, and we just won the Deep Tech uh, Award last um, thir- no, yeah, last Thursday actually in, in Germany for one of the startups with the best uh, artificial intelligence. Well, congrats! Um, thank you. <laughs> and but but we are not doing Skynet or anything like evil from Terminator. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> our, our intelligence, like our artificial intelligence, isn't using personal data or trying to to influence you in your personal behavior or anything what we are doing with this artificial intelligence is detecting the real objects the toys in the environment in order to um, from a technical point of view um, make it possible that these toys interact with this digital content 
So it's more like an indoor navigation system, our artificial intelligence. Cool. And it has really nothing to do with anything evil kind of uh, thing. <laughs> so parents need not be worried at all. Uh, you're do doing not. the right thing. And again, since you talk about uh, so much research and watching kids interact and their excitement, you're obviously going to continue to take care of the kids and not scare them either. You want uh, them and other companies to be involved uh, to do this on a very positive manner. Uh, I think it's safe to say, Tony, that uh, you're assuming that augmented reality is the future of toys. I mean, we're going to see a lot more AR into tomorrow as it relates to toys. Yes, definitely, definitely. Well, just think back to the time when you were a child, you know, and you had all these Long, daydreams. long, long ago. But, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm thinking about that. <laughs> But, you know, like maybe even as an adult, you know, you drive around in your car and you have kind of a daydream, you know, of what could be possible. As kids, you imagined like knights and dragons or cowboys, you know, fighting each other. And with our technology, we are actually able to, to do that, you know, to let these dreams come reality. And as we are able to do that, as a technology is at this stage, you know, you also have to see from a company kind of perspective. Like every product is competing with every other product, you know, and the toy industry is facing a huge, huge, huge um, challenge to compete with digital products. And in order to stay competitive, um, they have to to integrate some kind of um, digital um, into their products. And this is exactly uh, what we are offering without taking their main product, their heart away, you know, their main idea. We just add a little bit around um, and make it more interesting for the kids and competitive with digital products. Do you foresee, and you may already be doing this, but even maybe from, uh, in this case, you were showing us a little video of Mario and his cart. Do you see maybe from Mario's perspective as well, uh, f- so that somebody's looking at uh, at if they were driving the cart, uh, going yeah. around picking up uh, the coins and things. Uh, is that part of what you're able to do or, or will be doing, do you think? Yes. Actually, this was our initial uh, idea um, years back, and that's what we um, tried to sell to the toy industry. Um, and they were a little bit scared of cameras in um, yeah. children rooms. There's that privacy uh, issue, understandably, but... Yeah. Exactly. And the price for cameras is not that cheap, neither. Uh-huh. We could offer that. And actually, um, this is uh, what Nintendo is doing now. You know, mm. they develop a car like that. And it's great, you know. So I'm hoping with Nintendo doing this awesome product, other companies will jump onto this uh, kind of train and um, do it as well. But we also have, have other products, for example, like our customers um, came to us. I'm just going to share my, my screen. And ask us, oh, we have more products like teddies, uh, for example, oh. that cannot move. And we digitalize these kind of products as well, you know. Um, so now you can use your smartphone to just scan your teddy easily and then integrate this teddy in a virtual environment in front of you, an augmented wow. reality. Very and cool. Him- and again, those listening on the radio, he's now showing us. Be sure to come by and, and check out the video at intotomorrow.com. But he's showing a teddy bear and how you can simply scan uh, an NFC chip, select a game you want to play with the teddy bear, and then play it. And now there's this uh, virtual city, it looks like, in front of the teddy bear. And I'm sure there's many options and many different things to do. But that's something else that augmented robotics is already doing and no doubt looking to do with even more toys in the future. 
Exactly, exactly. And so basically what we're doing is we add a little bit of digital uh, content for, for every toy, you know, and this is what cool. our customers came to ask. And um, yeah, the solution is there right now. <laughs> well, and, and I'm assuming, Tony, between yourself and your other two rocket scientists, literally, that you're going to come up with even more unique things where augmented reality in toys is a difference. It is a new reality for toys. And I'm glad that you're there. I'm delighted that you were exhibiting at IFA and, uh, and that you've had opportunity to share some of what you guys are doing with us. Thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us. David, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. And yeah, we're welcome to, to answer any questions of your followers. Terrific. Your listeners. Well, we'll do just that. We'll pass them on to you as well. Augmented-robotics.com. Hit us up at intotomorrow.com. Prenatal care for expecting mothers has been revolutionized by ultrasound imaging, of course. Well, now this technology is available with a smartphone. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute brought to you by Dexcom, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. One of the miracles of modern medicine is digital imaging. Safe and accurate technologies such as ultrasound have made it easier to see what's going on inside a patient's body. This is especially true for expectant mothers. Ultrasound lets healthcare professionals check on the baby while it's still in the womb. Patients still have to travel to a doctor's office or other clinical setting to get a scan, but that is changing. Pulse and More is an Israeli company that has created an ultrasound transceiver that connects with a smartphone. Mothers can scan their bellies at home, and the system will store and forward the images to healthcare professionals for a review. Using artificial intelligence to guide the user, the system has been shown to be 95% accurate. The device is approved in Israel and the EU, with FDA clearance pending. This device could also help improve prenatal care in underserved regions of the world. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Thank you, Alfred. Always coming up with cool things about health tech to share with us. The Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute brought to you by Dexcom. The future of diabetes management is here. Be sure to visit dexcom.com for more. This is an important announcement for anyone who wants health insurance, even if you miss the deadline. That's right. Don't worry if you miss the deadline for open enrollment. Right now, you can get the health insurance you and your family need from top insurance providers, even if you have pre-existing conditions or no insurance at all. The Plus Benefits Health Insurance toll-free number has been extended to help anyone who wants health insurance coverage now or anyone who just needs a better plan or a lower price. Did you miss the penalty deadline, have a baby, get married, or get dropped from your plan? Don't worry. Plans are available now and in just minutes we will help you find the right plan that's best for you and your budget call plus benefits health insurance now at 800-332-1993 the call is 100 free and the help is real you can finally get health insurance that's right for you but hurry and get covered before it's too late call 800-332-1993 now to find the best plan at the lowest price call 800-332-1993 that's 800-332-1993 800-332-1993 
Yep, it's Thanksgiving weekend within to tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in because that's what we have mostly to be thankful for is our audience. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And we are thankful for folks tuning in because it's our 25th year on the air and we couldn't do it without our audience, obviously. And we're even more thankful when uh, those tune in that uh, call in to the show. And participate on the program because it makes a huge difference when you, in fact, use Cameron's mantra. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. And thank you. Because he's right. When you call in, you win stuff. It's that easy. And you can do so either by calling 800-899-INTO or using our free Into Tomorrow app. And we love sending you prizes when you hear you on the air. Yep. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live or work. Text RADIO to 35000 for more info. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. It's time for our history feature. Is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world. With this week's look back at IFA's historic past, here's Chris Grave line. Historic past. In 1971, the Funkausstellung was officially renamed International Funkausstellung, or IFA in short, uh-huh. with exhibitors from all over the world. Philips and Grundig showed the prototype of the world's first video cassette recorder based on the VCR standard. The tape was housed in a cassette with two loops of tape, one on top of the other. A timer and alarm clock was built in, and recording time was up to an hour. That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. Ah, be sure to do just that. Now, uh, Nick Sonneman, who is the CEO and founder of Future Candy, an innovation agency from Hamburg, Germany, had an interesting IFA talk. And, of course, our team that was covering audio and video for us in Berlin uh, captured uh, his talk. And one of the more interesting keynote titles at IFA this year was called From Jesus to Hyperloop. This was part of the Shift Mobility event, and it certainly caught our attention. It was presented, as I mentioned, by Nick Sonneman, the CEO and founder of Future Candy. He says there are they are an innovation agency, and in his talk, he discussed the past, present, and future of the travel industry. 2,000 years ago, the average person in its entire lifespan only lived in a radius of 150 kilometers. Jesus Christ only moved around in a radius of 150 kilometers. And last year, when we could take a plane, yeah, still, it only took us 45 hours to get around the globe. And that was also because of one plane that is this being discontinued this year, the 747 from Boeing, the plane that shrank the world. Yeah? So mobility is one of the main things in our entire life. Yeah? It means everything. Travel and mobility is one of the main needs of human beings. And, of course, the travel industry is one of the oldest around. And like many industries, it continues to evolve. Once an industry is born, it never ceases to exist. It's always continuing. The only important Messages, the technology changes. So here we had in the beginning, in the 1800s, we had railroads, and now we have Hyperloop. So transportation and mobility is a very dynamic sector. Yeah, so, and then, but the main problem of all of us here, in our brains, in our minds, 
we have 50 years of advertising spend from the, from the car industry. 50 years the car industries have told us we have to own a car. So this is why we all still desire, many of us still desire to buy a car. But I say this is changing. I say now, here on stage, in three years' time, more and more people will say, okay, I spent the 8,000 euros or dollars I spent on owning a car every year. I take this money and spend it on other things. E-scooters, bikes, uh, car sharing, all these other things. One of the things Nick related the mobility industry to is entertainment and the fact that the more choices we have the more we will take advantage of. So in the 1970s, people spent only three hours consuming media. And now in the 2000s, people spent te 10 hours on average per day in Germany using media, unbelievably. And that is because of more and more platforms. We had internet, we had mobile, streaming. The more platforms we had, the more time people consumed media. We formerly only had the car, the public transport, the plane, the bike, and walking. Now we also have car sharing, we have e-scooters, we have, uh, we have um, bike sharing, we have all these uh, new, new inventions, and they will make us more mobile, so we will all benefit from this. The more fragmented we will be, the more mobile we will be as well. Boy, it's too bad he wasn't excited. Huh? He also talked about other ways the industry is evolving, like the fact in light of the pandemic, certain new careers have popped up. You need to employ hygiene engineers like this guy, Raymond Wang. You need to take people like him on board because you need to think, what do I do actually with aerosols inside my means of transport or with the surfaces? How do they clean themselves? Here, this guy, he invented a new air-sucking system inside the cabin of an airplane. Yeah? So if a person sneezes in an airplane, you see that all the, the uh, germs and the aerosol get sucked out uh, in the bottom of the seats. So that's why no one can get affected, just by some air ventilation. Ryman Wang invented this, and you, that's people who you will need inside your businesses now, Because the consumer will pay for a hygienic, clean mean of transport. One problem many of us living in larger cities have is, of course, traffic. The sheer number of cars in cities like New York, Los Angeles, even here in Miami, causes a huge headache. One solution Nick offers is a whole new way to plan cities. The reason why we all have cars is because the city planning was designed like this. So now it's it's really common for the Western world to own, in the Western world to own a car because most cities were designed in the 60s after the Second World War. Yeah. So, but the problem with this is, of course, it takes a lot of space. Yeah. 200 people in a car, 200 people on a bike, 200 people in a in a bus or in a in a train. You can see how much clever it would be to have everyone fitted into a train yeah we see that because of all the new cities new the transport enables a completely new city planning now in even the united states where we have a lot of car owners and car users sales for sales for for bike has gone up 130 percent you can't 
buy a bike anymore in a U.S. bike store because they're all sold out. Nick wrapped up his address by talking about the future of the mobility industry, namely the Hyperloop that we've all heard about for a few years now. Many companies, including one owned by Elon Musk, are working on making this mode of transportation a reality. And soon. The future never stops. Yeah, From Jesus to Hyperloop, in three years' time, we will have the first Hyperloop tracks in India. There's eight Hyperloop companies in the world. One is in Abu Dhabi, one is in India, and the others are in the United States and Canada. And the first one starting, it will be in India. If you do that, we'll have new, new mobility com- concepts coming up when we have the Hyperloop in three years' time. You can take a means of transport whenever you want. Here, this guy, he has to go from Abu Dhabi to um, Dakar, and he uh, just goes to the train station, to the Hyperloop station, whenever he wants, and then uh, from Abu Dhabi to, uh, to Dubai. And whenever he arrives, his pot will be put into one Hyperloop, and then he gets sent off. So that's why there's no, no arrival times that you have to, no schedule you have to follow. You can go in a Hyperloop whenever you want to. So this is the world we will be entering soon. And then I can go from Cologne to Hamburg in 29 minutes. Now I need four hours in a train or in a car or even a plane, including check-out time and check-in time. 29 minutes from the city center to the city center. Uh, in, uh, that's, that will be different. So la- let me finish with one thing. What does all this mean? It's your job to restart our industry. Go out, tell the message, become an evangelist. Then Jesus will love you. Boy, for somebody recovering from dual pneumonia, I'm out of breath. That was Nick Sonneman, CEO and founder of Future Candy. Stay tuned as Into Tomorrow continues. Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-296-1440. Again, that's 800-296-1440. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. 800-296-1440. 800-296-1440. We have some different sounding turkeys uh, each segment, I've noticed, yeah. so that's good. Something to be thankful for on this Thanksgiving weekend where we are thankful to you as our listeners and thanking our staff and giving them the Thanksgiving weekend off. So we're presenting to you with the Rosmo's amazing editing ability and so forth, uh, some of the best of our recent broadcasts from IFA 
in Berlin, Germany, or from Berlin, Germany. Actually, it was from Miami interviewing people in Berlin because we couldn't go. Right. So from Berlin via Miami. Yeah, that's that's kind of how we're saying it. But at least we could be thankful we still had three weeks' worth of IFA coverage. Yes. Which would have been the first time in 18 years we would not have covered IFA. Yeah. But, but we did. But Into Tomorrow, we don't let a global pandemic stand in our way. That's for sure. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by StreamGuys, streaming media and podcasting solutions for the smartest businesses on the Internet. Visit StreamGuys.com. We are in the robot vacuum space. We call it Robot Vacuum because it's a robot. And Nido is a company that is 15 years old. It seems a young company, but in the field of robotics, it's actually quite a senior company. We've launched our first robot about uh, 10 years ago. And in 10 years, we created eight generations of robots. So this is the eighth generation. We launched it today here at IFA. And very important for us is uh, to, to point out the features it starts with uh, the shape, and that is a so-called D-shape. And why is the D-shape so important? Because it cleans in the corners, and that is what round robots can't do. It has this super big brush, which actually cleans everywhere. So the shape is important. And then the next is how to navigate, because robots really want to do a good job. And it is important for us using a laser as a navigator. So the laser scans the room, it uh, creates a map, and we use complex algorithms to calculate the perfect match of your, of your home space, and then the algorithm to clean the floor. We don't want to lose uh, out any spot, and we want to make sure it's very efficient and fast cleaned. You know, in corona times, um, people are more sensitive than ever when it comes to a clean home. And we see that run times of the robots have been increasing by over 20 to 30 percent even. That means people are using more their robots, which is great. And uh, so we built them for last. We want to make sure that they work long and you're happy with it. Especially if you have uh, pets, for example, with hair. We have special brushes that you can use. We have special pet modes that you can switch on so that the robot then makes sure it, it, it picks up all these hairs. Our founders had one dream to actually create a robot that perform household chores like a human being, to free them from this, let's say, unhappy work of cleaning the house. And I think that's something that a lot of companies are working on. But the robotic part is really the artificial intelligence, the learning, so that the robot itself understands that there are changes in the house, right? There's furniture moving from left to right, people are moving around, your pads are here or there, and we want to make sure that the robot doesn't fall down the stairs, for example, or it doesn't damage your precious furniture, or it never runs over your precious pads. My wife would kill me, right, if that would happen, so... Uh, that's very important, and uh, these are features that are there. And artificial intelligence, as I said, the robotics part is, is important. We control our robots through the app. We were the first to introduce an app-controlled uh, robot through Wi-Fi. And uh, you can schedule your, your robot. You can also connect it to your home network, you to your Google or your Alexa speaker, and you can basically create zones and can tell them, hey just clean the bathroom and it was go and clean the bathroom and if you have areas that you don't want the robot to go you just draw no go lines and it wouldn't touch it so there are a lot of features and 
we have the update opportunity. So uh, not only that the robot itself learns, but we can send continuously updates that the robots get smarter over time. The markets for robotics is extremely uh, strong increasing, which is a little bit unique in this uh, consumer space. We're very happy. We see double-digit growth rates every year, and also the average sales price is going up. And even this year with Corona Impact, we see that the market is still growing. And in 2017, roughly 7.3 million units were shipped. And in this year, we estimate over 12 million units to be shipped to the market. And the value of, of the global market for robotics uh, vacuums at this, in this year is about $2 billion. And uh, magazines and, and uh, GFK thinks that in 2025 it will go up to, 20, uh, to, to $6 billion, uh, which is huge, right? And the trade is happy. Uh, they offer more and more shelf spaces for uh, the robots. And people have a choice. And we want to make sure that we have the absolute top-notch product. And the new D10, we call the ultimate cleaning machine. So we hope you love it and you take it home and you enjoy it. Thomas Netter, the CEO of Neato Robotics. Hey, guys. It's Sue Cosner, your favorite sexual health expert, with another version of Ask the Pro. This month, I got a letter from Sandy in Seattle about an explosive bedroom secret she and her husband recently discovered. She writes, Dear Sue, my husband and I used to have a great life in the bedroom, but in the last few years, he has struggled. He's tried about everything, but nothing has worked. Then one day he came home and gave me a night I will never forget. He told me about this secret formula, Noxitril, that changed our life in the bedroom once and for all. Wow, Sandy, you beat me to it. I recommend Noxitril to every guy that struggles in the bedroom. It's the only one. Noxitril is all natural and works to increase blood flow fast. It's like that little blue pill on steroids. Noxitril has a special free bottle offer shipped discreetly to your door. To find out how to get your bottle of Noxitril, call 800-574-5007, 800-574-5007. Get your free bottle for a limited time. Call now, 800-574-5007, 800 574 Something else that we are especially thankful for on this Thanksgiving weekend is when you, okay, enough turkey, when you subscribe to our free once-a-week tech newsletter. And it's so easy to do. Just visit intotomorrow.com at your leisure or graveline.com, our last name. It'll still get you there. And a little box pops up asking only for your email address, which we don't share with anyone. And it's a double opt-in program because we don't spam anyone either. So you will get a subsequent email saying, thanks for signing up. And to confirm, click here. And then it clicks a link that says, voila, you're in or something like that. I don't know. I don't know what it says. Uh, But it says something like, thanks for participating. Again, at intotomorrow.com. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Dexcom, the only continuous glucose monitor FDA permitted for kids ages two years and up. Visit Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M.com. One of the interesting products featured at the IFA Special Edition this year was called Feel Belt. The company is calling it a new era of immersion in gaming, VR, music, and film. 
Now, basically, it's a belt that you strap around your waist, and it introduces haptic feedback while using VR, watching movies, or listening to music. Our Berlin crew caught up with Feel Belt's business development manager, Karsten Klipstein. The special thing about our product is that no matter how well I explain it or how I try to present it, nobody grasps it. The moment they put the belt on and they feel it, then they're all like, oh my god, what is this? So personal contact is key for us. This belt translates everything you can hear in movies, in games, in music, virtual reality into haptic feedback, vibrations basically. So you can feel it around your waist, the high notes in the front, the deep notes in the back, so we're going for the full range of frequencies. And we're even telling apart left and right. So she can feel when she's hitting the curb to the right or to the left like she's sitting in a real car. There are basically two big benefits. The one is what she's doing right now. She's an able hearing person. Uh, for her, it's fun. It's immersion and uh, she's just more in the content. But on the other side, there are deaf people. And with this belt, since it's so precise with splitting up the frequencies and the directions, deaf people can use it to bring back everything they miss by not being able to hear. So whenever they watch a movie, they will be able to tell apart the villain's deep voice from the lady screams for help. They will know if the bus is coming from the left to the right or the other way around. And in the same way, it could even work as an everyday assistant in their regular life on the streets out there. Especially in, in the sim racing, we can see a huge peak uh, in, in sales uh, because all the official races, everything that was out there on the regular racetracks, that all has been cancelled for months. So uh, the sales numbers are going up for them and they love the field belt. I think that's especially cool that they're helping the hearing impaired in that sense as well. Karsten Klipstein is the business development manager with Field Belts.